Welcome to a special episode of Back in Time Brothers podcast. Listen if you dare. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. It says DJ Paulie and Lou. <laughs> Did I scare you? You scared the hell out of me, man. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how good of an imitation that was, but I tried. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to this one. We're going we're gonna to be talking about Halloween, right, Lou? Yeah, so this is episode nine. And we're gonna do it. We're gonna do two parts or two episodes for Halloween because I think there's just so much to talk about Halloween, and it's just a holiday that everybody gets into. Doesn't matter how old you are, and it's just it's just a lot of fun. So today, in part one, we're gonna talk about trick or treating. Trick or treat, love it. So my early, I guess my memories from trick or treating. I'm gonna take us back to 1970. So you were just essentially born. So let's say say early 70s so that you can uh, partake in when you were uh, like a little toddler. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So during this time, it was interesting because 50s and 60s, kids ran wild. They would have, you'd get all these really nice food items when you went trick-or-treating. And it was just a, a different experience. But when you started getting to the late 60s, early 70s, there was this whole thing about the worry of razor blades in the apples. So let me ask you really quick. So you said in the 50s and 60s, they got like meals. Were they getting like a beef stroganoff? What was going on? That's funny. I was talking to our mother before this, and uh, she told me that when she used to trick-or-treat in like the 50s, they would invite the kids in, and they would give them drinks and would have cookies and some pie or whatever. They would just make it this really nice thing. That sounds like a horror movie starting right there. Yeah. That's where human trafficking started. But anyway, that's another story. (laughs) But, uh, but so in this, in the seventies, there was, you had to be a little bit more careful. And so I remember we'd go out, we'd go trick or treating and, and it was always about number one, if we break it down, it's the costume first, right? Yeah, so absolutely. we had to make sure you have the costume. And uh, the costumes back then were pretty simple. You'd have, let's say you're a girl and you were a Wonder Woman fan. And so you'd have this mask of Wonder Woman. And it was just this mask with two eye holes. And then you have a rubber band around your head. Yeah. And this thing would squeeze into your head. These poor kids are sweating. But it's like just getting really nasty underneath the masks. But and then you'd have on this, you'd put on this almost like apron type of thing, or t- you'd put this this tarp around you that would that looked like the the Wonder Woman costume. They were really basic back then. Or sometimes you'd have kind of like a, a pajama look where you slip into something. But that was the way the costumes were. Do you have any memory of those for yourself? I, I do. You know, they, remember they came with pants. You'd slide the pants on a lot of them, and they had a shirt that was like a short sleeve, plastic, all plastic. So I'm sure it was very safe around fire. And the mask, I do recall the mask. It had the rubber band with the staples on the side. I remember the staples oh, on the mask. That's right. Yeah. I, I think I used to I think I've even cut myself on those things. I'm not even sure. But I do remember a few costumes as I was as a young child. One in particular was my Casper one. Because I was scary. oh, if you're gonna go scary ghost, it's got to be Casper because he's the scariest ghost the most. But um, that was one of my costumes, and I remember it had basically the white mask with the two eye holes, and the shirt was basically a picture of his face on the shirt. 
<laughs> so it's, it's like double faced Casper on my head and Casper on my stomach. But yeah, they were, and they made the weird noise when you walked. They'd, you know, like, <laughs> they would just kind of squish against each other. If, if you squish too much, you might start a fire between your legs walking with them. So to be careful with that as well. But <laughs> that's what I remember about those costumes though, bro. Yeah. Yeah. No, they were basic and, but. It was the way that you could dress up as your favorite superhero or a, a princess or whatever it might be. And that's what they used to do. So you get your costume and then you got to have something to put your candy in. All right. So I remember that sometimes we would get like a special bag. If you're really fancy, you had the pumpkin, right? Oh, yeah. So you oh, carry yeah. the pumpkin. But what was the problem with the pumpkin? They're not that big. Yeah. You can't, You cannot get the large haul if you have the pumpkin. So if you have the pumpkin, then you have to have the strategy of, okay, I need a place to dump that candy off. It's either going to be in the car if you're driving block to block, or are you going to run home and dump it or whatever. So there's that piece. So that's why I thought the, the best thing to do was get a pillowcase. The pillowcase was classic, right? Oh, yeah. I agree 100%. And then you'd have, then you have the really, the real greedy ones would have these large, big black garbage bags and they're just hauling stuff. <laughs> you know, it's just crazy. <laughs> just they're looking for a major haul with that, I tell you. Yeah, they're bringing home furniture with them I, with those bags, man. That's a, yeah, it's a, whole, that's a whole different trick or treating there. I think. It is. Yeah. I think that's called burglary, isn't it? I'm not sure. <laughs> there might have been a little bit of that. You're right. Yeah. yeah. But it, it was funny, and you'd you try to strategize. If and early, if, if you knew your neighborhood, you knew who were the ones that were going to give you the good candy. God, you're so right. And then there was the ones that you wanted to stay away from because chances are either they were like older or something. It all depended. And I still remember there's this movie which I love to death called Arsenic and Old Lace, oh. old Cary Grant movie, which is just hilarious. But there's a scene in that movie, and I think it almost opens up like during Halloween, and you have these two aunts that are Cary Grant's aunts that are doing Halloween. And what they do is they bake pies for everybody. They're handing pies out the window, whole pies. Oh, I remember that. I love that movie too. <laughs> oh my gosh. And in my day, there was there were people that would hand out something. So the the kind of stuff that you'd get would be like caramel apples. Yeah. And then you get the candied apples too. Or you I get some. Li- I never liked those. They they really stick to your teeth, really. Yeah, bad. the caramel ones, the, the caramel apples, I liked, but I didn't really like the candy ones too much. Yeah, the candy, you're gonna you're gonna lose a molar or an incisor. You're, you're losing teeth. <laughs> then and then you've got the popcorn balls, which were pretty good as well. Or sometimes you even hand out cookies. So that was cool for food back then. But the ones that you know that kids didn't mind it so much back then. And there's a story I'll tell later. But sometimes they'd hand out money. Now, you'd get the ones that would just hand out pennies. Sometimes you, you might get lucky and get dimes or even a quarter. If you get a quarter, you hit at that time. But I remember even somebody like handing out a dollar bill or two because they ran out of candy and they would just start handing out money. Like funny. Did you ever get money? I recall one time going to a house. I go into the house and then I would see a there was a bowl and there was a spoon in it with pennies. And then basically, oh. they, it said, please take some pennies. And they'd have to scoop the pennies up and put a couple in. I, I remember someone just took the whole bowl and dumped it in their bag. <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> uh, was it a garbage bag, by the way? Just wondering. <laughs> yeah, I have to. Yeah. Okay. So the, what was really cool is after you go out and you're trick-or-treating, then you start collecting your haul. And then it's it was when you got back home, you just went ahead and you just either dumped it out on a table or on the floor and you started to sort. So what were some of the things that you tried to, to look for? So I do remember putting all that candy on the floor, going through it and looking for the jackpot, the scores, the what's the thing that are going to step out that are going to pop out at us. And um, again, as I was little, I don't remember that so much, but as I got older, obviously there was the normal candy bars, but I I loved when there was something unique. And, and when I say unique, the wax bottles, do you remember those? They were so goofy, right? They were like um, little pop bottles and they had different colors. Yeah, they had a little bit of, it was liquid inside them. And then you'd bite the top off and then you would squeeze that liquid into your mouth. And it was, it was like just pure sugar you're pouring oh, yeah. inside your mouth. But they're the best things ever. They were like just, oh my God, so cool. And you'd, you, those were the ones you looked for. Those were the, those wins. Once you just sit there and you bite the wax and then you'd, you'd pour the liquid in your mouth and you'd put the whole bottle in your mouth and chew the wax so you get all the rest <laughs> of the liquid out. You know? So it's like you're sucking on a candle. That's exactly <laughs> right. And then you spit out a, this wad of wax out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. And that and that was a score. And those were those were really cool things to get. And I love those. And and you're right, you would get the the popcorn ball and the th- kinds of things like that and which was which was really nice to have. Sometimes you got like a popcorn ball you bit into and you lost, a, you could lose your teeth on those as well. Yeah. I remember going through and we'd like sort. So you'd go ahead and you take all the cool candy bars. You'd get the Snickers, Three Musketeers, Milky yeah. Ways, Hershey's, Almond Joys, that kind of stuff. And then you had the stuff that was, sometimes you get these little um, like bubble gum. You get Tootsie Rolls. And sometimes they had those. What I looked for in the Tootsie Roll was the ones that were the flavored ones. They have either a berry one or like a yellow I think there was an orange one. Yeah, yeah. So you look for those. And then you get, remember the Pixie Sticks? Oh, my. That's pure sugar again. Yeah. Yeah. It means it's like you snort that stuff. It was just whack. (laughs) Just crazy. Hoover that stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hoover. Yeah. Yeah. Hoover. You snort it and then you fa- wash it down with a wax candle. Good candles. Oh, that's mm. beautiful. Yeah, you're up for days with those. And then, and then there was like the candies, like the ones, the what was it, the Whoppers that you, you know, the malted milk that you put those aside, and then you had the bit of honeys that where you put those aside. You know, the gums, man, eh, those are always good. But some of them, like the Bazooka Joe ones, were cool because they had a the little comic inside and mm-hmm. things like that. So that was fun. And you did. Oh. You're right. We had. It was like we had our own grocery store candy store sections with candy on the floor. Yeah. Sometimes you just, you come out of there with just pounds, tonnage of, of, of candy, which was just nuts. And I remember you were lucky you'd get the little candy cigarettes. Oh yeah. You, if you, now you're talking about the ones that you'd, were they the gum ones or the ones that you could, if you blew out on them, the smoke would come off? So they had those, I think a little bit later, but initially they were just like little, almost like little candies, but they were white, oh, but yes. they were almost like a mint, but not, yes. they didn't taste like mint. They were, they were sweeter than that. I do remember that. That's a Texas size 10, four on that one. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yep. yep. And then, and then we've got the stuff I hated. Oh. I used to hate. Any fruit candy, <laughs> like Smarties or Starburst. I was just not a fan of that stuff. It, really? Yep. 
I kind of like, like the I like the Smarties. Okay. Because I would sit there and open up the whole package and just put the whole package in my mouth. And then would you drink a, a pop with it? Because if you do that, you get almost like an explosion. Yeah, it's it's like dropping a Mentos in a Pepsi. Yeah, it's exactly the same thing. I liked I like licorice too. I didn't like black licorice. The red one was was good. If they, occasionally maybe a chocolate one you found that was later, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, those were good. The one thing I really hated was I, I didn't mind the the Starburst. I didn't mind so much. I hated the the Whoppers and the what was the other one? God, they were like a milk, milk duds. Milk duds. Hated milk duds. Okay. Hated them. Ugh. Yep. I, yep. That would be in my junk corner and pass them off and give that to whoever else wanted them. Yeah, and, and that's that's another good point. You just mentioned you. It's almost like you had your pile, I had my pile, and then it was like trading. Yeah. <laughs> We pick which ones we want, and I'd like these, and you like those. Yeah, I'll give you one, give you two milk duds for a Starburst or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's only like, like baseball cards. You're trading this stuff. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then the ones that I really uh, just hated were Good and Plenty. Do you remember Good and Plenty? Oh, those were gross. Because <laughs> it's black licorice, and we That's hate it. black licorice. I hate black licorice. Yeah. Yep. Ugh. You'd have the the pink and the white Good and Plenties, and I remember the commercial for Good and Plenties. You remember the Good and Plenty I, commercial? I it was. I think I believe it was a little something like Chew Charlie was an engineer. That's it. Right. Yep. Something about working all day on the train or something like that, or I don't know, something like that. <laughs> that good. Was, <laughs> Charlie says, "My Good and Plenty." Right there it is. There it is. <laughs> That's Always rings funny. the bell. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, we good and plenty was not good for us. No, well, and, and there was not, plenty of them. <laughs> unfortunately, yep. So those were either we toss them or find somebody to to handle that. And then usually, mom would take those, wouldn't she? Oh, that's true. I think you're right. I think because that right. was from her time way back in those days when they were giving out casseroles and hot dishes for Halloween. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> nothing like a little beef stroganoff for, uh, mm. for mm, so good. Here's a, um, a manicotti for you. Enjoy. Oh, yeah. nice <laughs> manicotti to go. And then, and then at the end of it, then you'd have all this loose stuff, like open candy that was loose, like candy corn was just stuck oh, all over the place. Hated candy yeah, corn. That's, you know, pure sugar there. Yeah. And then there was a period of, because we talked about the razor blade in, in the in the apples. By the way, that really, that stuff really didn't happen, but it, it fake news of the day. And uh, stuff did happen to kids, but really it's because of some other mishaps. No, no kid is going to be biting into razors and cutting themselves. That really wasn't happening. But it got out there. So parents were more careful. And so they would go through and inspect your candy. And most of the time they didn't want you to unwrap anything. And, and so it was a different day back then. And as we get older and, and today, trick-or-treating today, is it's probably a whole different story and stuff. But but that was a lot of fun. That was a good time. Good times. Absolutely. I, I, I recall them very well, the fun days of going out trick-or-treating and how different it is now, though. So sure. different from when we did it to even taking our, our kids out and other things. It's just a different time altogether. So, Yeah. So in New Jersey, we had, besides our trick-or-treating, we took it to another level. and. I remember there was, I used to belong to the Cub Scouts, and mom threw a party at our house for the Cub Scouts, and uh, thank you for the salute. Absolutely. My brother brother on camera just saluted me, and that's nice. I appreciate that. I was a Cub Scout for a year. No, that's good. I'm, see, I had, I'm trying to think of my badges. Definitely was a Bobcat. 
I might have been, I don't know if I got to Wolf, but I, I don't think I was a Cub Scout too long. But anyhow, we had this party. And in that party, the Halloween party, mom threw it. And we that's where you got your Casper costume. <laughs> yeah. Because they're, they're, can I, do you want me to continue with that or can I go or do you want to keep? Yeah, no, you can. Okay. My mom dressed up scary and I'll let my brother go into that. And my brother's dressed up scary and I'm like, I'm going to dress up scary too. So I went as Casper the Friendly Ghost. Ooh, <laughs> frightening. But you're like three years old. So you're as cute as a button, really. Wow. So it's perfect Thanks. for Casper. Yeah. And I got cut marks on my face from the staples of the mask, but I'm good. <laughs> Scarred for life. So then we have this Halloween party. Now, I'm talking about like the hardcore Halloween party with all the games and stuff. It was but, great. I remember it. Yeah, I remember you? it well. I do. Yeah. But the one game that's classic is Bobbing for Apples. Okay. And it's the most and it's the most sanitary game out there right now. So <laughs> Yeah, the key to playing Bobbing for Apples is to be the first person because after that you've got a cesspool of stiffness apples and spit floating through there. Mm, so delicious. no thank you. No thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you survive that, don't worry about coronavirus. You guys are okay. Maybe that's why I haven't gotten it yet. I survived the Bobbing for Apples. As did I. So yeah. I think we're okay. Yeah. We're good. We're good. Yep. So then off of that, mom got, she had a witch's costume. We had our costumes. And so I don't know how it started, but we decided to do something. And, and, and this is Patterson, New Jersey in the early 70s. And it's not too bad yet, but still you had some sketchy folks in, in that area. But when we didn't do too much trick-or-treating beyond a couple blocks and then we were done so we decided to do was we're going to go ahead and we're going to create an experience for the trick-or-treaters so i remember we had this record player in the hallway and we're playing these old horror sounds and wolves and howling booze ghosts a whole bit and so mom's in her witch's getup. it's the hat it's the mask did she have a mask or was it makeup? No, she says it's a mask. Oh, okay. I'm not yeah. going to argue with Mama Bird. She yeah, knows. that's right. Because I asked that. I wasn't quite sure, but she said it was a mask. Okay. And But for some reason, why do I seem to remember her face? So do I. See, I remember like her having this green makeup on or something. It was scary. She was scary looking. Yeah, either way, it was scary. So I, I don't know if we're saying anything too complimentary of her mother with that. But anyway. She was ugly as a witch. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, she, but it was cool. And then I was dressed up. So this is the, I had this weird getup, right? So I'm dressed just, up like a hunchback. Yes, you were. I've got like a, this, this jacket on. And then underneath it, I got like a little pillow or something. And then the mask I had was actually a Frankenstein mask. But it covered my entire face. So it's I'm like some type of Igor Frankenstein hunchback something. Just, so just keep high bell power and you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember something about that costume. Oh, didn't it have feet? And feet. You're right. right. They were the Frankenstein yes. feet. Yes, yeah. they were big feet. Good call. Good call. So then what would happen is kids would ring the doorbell. And then the door would open up and this music's playing. And then either my mom would come out screaming or, whoo, and then I'd come out and we start chasing kids off the damn porch. <laughs> <I'm> 
<laughs> it was just crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about kids like jumping off the porch, like running for their lives. Yeah, because uh, this porch was up like four, four or five feet. It was a high porch uh, with steps. And so you could, and I think we had kids jumping, like completely going over the rail. I don't blame them. I would They too. were freaking out. And yeah. we're, and these little kids were freaking out. But what was cool about it was everybody um, in the neighborhood started to catch on and kids were telling other kids. And so we're starting to get lines of people coming to the house just to see this whole witch monster experience. And uh, I remember we did it probably a couple of years and uh, every year was just a lot of fun. And, I, and I, rem- I just remember coming out and singing Casper, the friendly ghost, the friendliest ghost. <laughs> and the kids were terrified. It was scary because I had a terrible singing voice at that time. So just imagine that, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I got my, my witch and Igor, and then here I am, Casper, smiling. Hi, everyone. Oh, um, my God. Just beautiful. Just beautiful. So that's New Jersey trick-or-treating. And then I think what we'll do after after our sponsor, we're going to go ahead and we'll get into North Dakota. All right, so, we'll be right back uh, after this then. Sounds good. Buddy, where's the spatula? Okay, kids, let's go. There's just one place to go for all your spatula needs. Spatula City! Spatula City! A giant warehouse of spatulas for every occasion. Thousands to choose from in every shape, size, and color. And because we eliminate the middleman, we can sell all our spatulas factory direct to you. Where do you go when you want to buy name brand spatulas at a fraction of retail cost? Spatula City! Spatula City! And this weekend only, take advantage of our special liquidation sale. Buy nine spatulas, get the tenth one for just one penny. Don't forget, they make great Christmas presents. And what better way to say I love you than with the gift of a spatula? Spatula City! Spatula City! Hello, this is Cy Greenbloom, president of Spatula City. I like their spatulas so much, I bought the company. Spatula City, seven locations. We're in the yellow pages under spatulas. My, where did you get that lovely spatula? Gotta love Spatula City, man. <laughs> love it. Without them, we wouldn't be in existence, man. We're still waiting for Dairy Queen to get on board. Yeah, what is up with that? God, sings in your band and you can't even come out and throw a sponsorship. Gosh. Okay. <laughs> That's right. funny. Thank you for the folks at Spatula City. We appreciate that. And now we're going to move on to a North Dakota Halloween. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you. Being being out east, when you go ahead and you have a have Halloween, it's not that cold out, so you can actually go out and have fun and be out all night. But in North Dakota, that was a little different for us. A lot different. It, so, it was, th- no, so think about wearing your costume and then having to wear a coat, hat, and gloves over that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the bottom is, line is you don't need a costume. Yeah, there is no costume at that point, is there? My I mean, yeah, what's the point at that? You're, hey, I got my costume. I went and spent $20 on my costume, and let me put my coat on over it so no one can see it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? <laughs> my my favorite ones were where, you know, you have a guy in a snowmobile suit and hat on, and then he just put the plastic over it and then, like, cover it. <laughs> 
<laughs> you got this gigantic dude. That's a lot of times when the Friday the 13th masks and the Michael Myers masks were probably the good ones to wear because you could wear a snowmobile suit and just wear a mask. <laughs> that, that's exactly right. So things were, they were a little more simple there because you had to wear layers of clothing underneath them. My God, or on yeah, top and, of them. And not every year, but sometimes you did. Yes. It, was, it wasn't all the time. Yeah. So that was a little bit different for us. And, and what was cool in a way was that we were in a small town and we had like full access to the town. So that was different because we weren't going out with our parents. Back in New Jersey, the parents took us because you didn't let your kids run around by yourself. When I was younger in North Dakota, my parents still took me out. Oh, okay. So they would, they, mom and dad would drive me in the oh, car that's right. and then I would yep. just go hit the whole block. So that's when the pillowcase came and you kept a big pillowcase in your car and then you would dump, empty dump and go and hit the, and hit, now I, I could hit the whole town and literally hit every house in town. And that was a tremendous pile of candy, a tremendous pile. That's that's the strategy there. Yep, absolutely. Yes. So that's cool because then you can be a little more lightweight with a smaller bag, hit it, and then go back to the larger bag. But now here's the negative part. So as you're out and about, you got the older kids that are coming after you to take your candy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was a big deal back then too. It was the older today. kids. Yeah, the older kids would really just hurt, scare the younger kids and give them their candy. I'm not giving up my candy. All that work I did. So <laughs> come get me. So it's handy to have a car at the end of the block waiting for you so you can make a dash. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're running down the street losing Tootsie Rolls. You're trying to get to the getaway car. I love it. <laughs> like I just robbed the bank, you know. Yeah. Go. <laughs> They're coming after me. <laughs> Do you remember the, wasn't it the night before that it was, they used to do like Goosey Night or Mischief Night, whatever it was called? I've always called it Goosey Night. Yeah. October 30th, man. You went out and toilet paper trees and houses, egg people. It was, it was, different places call it Mischief Night. I've always, in Jersey, we always called it Goosey Night. Yep. Yep. But yeah, that was shaving cream and it was just... You went out and you went out with groups because if you went out by yourself, you were getting, you were going to get attacked. You're going to get egged and everything else. So you went out with a group of kids and you'd go buy your eggs and your toilet paper. And you went out in this group and you would either toilet paper people's houses or usually you get into egg fights with other kids. So this was like, like the purge on Halloween. <laughs> you either stay inside or you go out and you just raise hell and, and try to live through the night. You don't get killed, thank God. But yeah, you come home and covered with eggs or if someone didn't like you, they egg your house. And so there was, and, and again, in North Dakota, everyone kind of knew everybody. So it wasn't too bad, but you still had kids you didn't like. And I was guilty of going out and toilet papering people's houses and egging people and vice versa. Yeah. And then I remember you'd have these kids going to the to the grocery store just to start buying dozens of eggs. I mean, a, car, a cart full of eggs and toilet paper. Excuse me, sir. Where's your shaving cream? You're 12 years old. You're not shaving. <laughs> My mother sent me to the grocery store to buy 16 dozen of eggs. We're making omelets tonight. God, it's so true. And we got to a point when we went back to New Jersey, if you were like a certain age, they wouldn't let you buy eggs. <laughs> Yeah, That's right. You couldn't, go, yeah. Hey, you couldn't go to the store and buy eggs. I'm sorry. You have to be at least 21 to buy eggs. So <laughs> you're like giving someone, hey, can you go and get me a dozen eggs outside the store? Not alcohol, eggs. Oh, God. That's funny. Yeah. Well, I, here, I, give, me, uh, give me a bottle of Ripple while you're at it, too. You know? <laughs> Might as well, if you're going to make the effort. Yeah, right, well. 
<laughs> yeah. So essentially, what was nice about North Dakota was that you could just go out, and even though it was cold and stuff, you would still go out, spend the night. You freeze out there, but you, you were on a mission. You covered the town. You uh, started right after school. School got out, and you were like, "I'm out. I'm going." And you hit the you hit the streets, and you'd probably go solid till eight nine o'clock at night. And, and the older kids were out a little bit later. They, like I remember being home after trick-or-treating. The doorbell would ring at 10 o'clock at night, and there's kids like, trick-or-treat. I'm like, oh, crap. They're, they're kid, the older kids were out, but the younger kids came in about 8, 9 o'clock, I guess, 8 o'clock. But it was like a solid four hours of candy. You went, it was a mission, you, and you did. You made a plan of like, I'm going to hit these streets first. I'm going to go up and down these, these streets. Then we'll go to the other neighborhood because it's maybe like the richier neighborhood, so they, they're going to pass out better things. That wasn't always necessarily the case. Sometimes the rich houses were cheap. Mm-hmm. So there, I'm That's calling true. all you rich people out. Thank you. That's right. Yeah. Sometimes the old, you know, the Enough. people that maybe didn't have so much would give you more. Yeah. And people did try to, if they were, they were less fortunate, they still always try to make an effort and make sure they have something for them. That's exactly right. So, was, and today, I don't even know. Today, do they, is there traditional trick or treating going on? In the day of COVID now, who the hell knows what's really going on? But you're probably having more controlled going. To schools or churches or something like that. Do a lot of the a lot of the church stuff. They'll do like the trunk and treat where they sit in their cars and kids mm-hmm. walk around. They get candy. I can tell you that where I live, the last three four years, I've never had anyone come to my house for trick or treating. Wow! So it saves me money on candy. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so you're still trying to give away those good and plenties. Oh yeah, from 1977. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So now let's fast forward. Let's fast forward to we're parents. And now we've got to take our kids trick-or-treating. Oh, God. Oh, what a mission. <laughs> and you remember it as a child having so much fun. And But as a parent, I think the first couple of times we went out, it was fun. You took your kids. And then we ended up having, at one point, three kids going out. And, uh, and it just becomes a chore. And it's you're almost discouraging your kids to go. It's just, let's go hit these two blocks and then we're done. Because then you don't... and then. You don't want your kids eating all that damn candy because she's are hyper enough. You don't need to be pumping them full of sugar. I know. I, I remember going trick-or-treating with your kids when they were little. Yeah. I'd go out and walk with them and before I had kids. And I remember just pushing a stroller and then <laughs> you're put, you got another kid, you're holding his hand and you're just mm-hmm. keeping track of everyone. It's just like they're running around wild, like, get to, heck, get to the next house and get candy. And, and I was just like, God, I don't want to have kids and do this. And then here I ended up having three kids and having to do it. It's fun to to see the excitement on their faces, almost like Christmas morning when they open up their presents. It's They get excited for getting dressed up and going out there. I, I think one, a couple hours is worth all the craziness that comes with it, I think. Yeah, I think it was always fun getting them dressed up in their costumes. They go to school and they'd have the little uh, Halloween parades in school and all that kind of stuff oh. was all a lot of fun. And um, I remember seeing my daughter all uh, dressed up in, in her little different getups and it, just so darn cute. And we have some, there's one of her with a clown that she, she was just Ugh. horrible. <laughs> she was an adorable clown. She was a cute clown. Yes. She's the only clown I will say is cute. <laughs> yes. And then I always remember her too. She dressed up as Simba or Nala. Yeah. I'm the Lion King. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. was so cute. Yeah. She yeah. looked so cute, Dad. Yeah. Oh, it was such cool. It was nice. I do. Re- there's one thing I remember. Uh, I think we were in Clifton and, and we're, and you might have been along. So Michael, our oldest, he was, he was a go getter. He was going to the houses. He was on a mission. He was like, always hyper, always moving. I remember him going to a house and the lady dumps 
taped up pennies into his bag. And Michael looks at it, turns around and goes, oh, we don't need to go here. They're giving away pennies. He just yells it out to all the kids. They're like, just boycott the house. And my wife, Lori, just... (laughs) My wife is just, that's it. We're done. Back to the house. That was it. We didn't need a reason to stop going trick-or-treating. That gave us a reason to get out of it. Oh, was done, God. Man. That's hilarious. I think I remember that, actually. Yeah. God. Uh, ah, this house is giving nothing. Let's get out of here. Ah, oh, pennies. Oh, that's funny. It's like he marks the house with an X. Stay away. Yeah. Jesus. But the Scarlet Letter, huh? Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so there's a couple other stories I want to talk about. I'm going to let you do this next one. So since we were talking about my oldest son, there was something that happened that uh, traumatized my son. So let's let's talk about that. So bad. Yeah. Okay. So this is my my first nephew. And me and him would joke around. We always had a good time. We, we When he was little, we had fun time. So the one day I was like, this year, I'm going to dress up as Freddy Krueger for Halloween. And so I remember I had the sweater. I had everything that the glove with the, the hat, the mask. So I, I put on this Freddy Krueger costume and he's in the kitchen. And I think he was like getting something out of the fridge or something. And I remember coming in, I think I just went, I think I went maybe in a Freddy voice. I don't even remember what I said to him. I might've been something like, hey kid or something like that. And (laughs) he turned around and saw me and the the kid, oh my God, the poor kid turned white, screamed and whatever he was holding in his hand, just dropped it on the floor and ran. And that kid would not, he was terrified of me. I had to take off the mask. Michael, it's me, it's me, it's me. And he, oh my God, the poor kid, I just, I traumatized him. Yeah. I traumatized the poor kid for life with Freddy Krueger. I, such a great uncle I am. God, terrible. You know, and then I think my wife gave you a pretty good tongue lashing too, if I'm not mistaken. She did, yeah, yeah. She yelled at I wasn't trying. Yeah, which not surprise. I deserved it because my God. And I wasn't trying to scare him. I was just trying to, hey, you know, all right, Michael, just because I've always joked around with him and played with him, but maybe a little too young to be doing that with Fred, as Freddy Krueger. And I was still, I was young too. I was still a kid too. I was in sure. high school still. Yeah, not a good thing. I, and I know Michael doesn't like talking about that event. <laughs> and he does not like horror movies. He just doesn't. So you did. You left an imprint. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm not. I feel so bad. I still, I think about that all the time. And I'm like, that poor kid. I just, I traumatized that kid. Yeah. I don't think he's forgiving you to this day. But anyway, no, I, 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 I don't blame him. Just as, just as much as I don't forgive you for Halloween. <laughs> Actually, it was payback, is what it was. I said, oh, you want to mess with me? I'll get you, kid. Oh. Uh, yeah, this is not, I don't want to hear this. No. <laughs> I hate that. Oh, that is my scariest movie of all time. That one. Oh, so then the other story is one that, let me see how we can set this one up. <clears throat> Let's do it this way. In New Jersey. So we've obviously we've done seventies, eighties back in North Carolina. Now we're back in New Jersey again. And so in mom's house, this is in Clifton. We decided to do like a, another experience part two. So reliving the days of what we used to do in Patterson, but do it in Clifton. I don't know if, if I was a big part of that, but I remember used to bring out the fog machine. I would put the smoke machines and we had these big hedges in front of the house. Okay. Yep. And I would put the smoke machine down. So when I hit the smoke, it would creep out of the hedges, which looked really cool. Ooh. And it was an eerie thing. And and I would even, I would, I was at the time I was doing, do you remember I was doing Fright Fest at Great Adventure? 
Oh, that's right. I forgot about I would, that. I was a zombie at Fright Fest, so I would do my makeup and I would dress up and I would sometimes I would even be laying like in the grass in the front yard and I would just sit up and kids <laughs> would walk up and go kind of like Undertaker-ish. And I would just pop up and kids would go, ah, scream and stuff. So it was fun. We would do some pretty fun things. And But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, you're fine. And then what role did mom play in that? Anything? I don't know what she did. I don't remember. Did she dress up as a clown? <laughs> Or was oh. it? No, I think she dressed up as a witch. So she did a, a, a revisit of the witch. Either that or the, she wore the clown costume I used to do when I was a kid, which is crazy. I'm scared of clowns and I was a clown twice. That makes sense. Yeah. I And, and Mama Bird's going to have to jump in on this one because when she listens so and correct us for it. But it was either a clown or she had a cape and a hat. Okay. And I, I think she had a cape and a hat, actually, for a witch. All right. So then- So she set up the front of the house. You'd have the fog machine going. You're dressed up. And then mom would have hay bales or hay stalks or something and set up these little motifs of of Halloween. And then she created this stuffed figure with a Jason mask Mm -hmm. and then a plaid hoodie. Yeah, which was mine. Okay, yep. yep. And then Mm -hmm. some pants and stuffed it and stuck it on there so it looked like a Jason type character. Yeah, it was cool looking. It was it would sit on the haystack, and just when people walked by, it was just looking at you. So it was kind of cool. And mom had, for some reason, very attached to this. She named him. She did. And it's a weird she, name. Yeah, I don't get it, but she named him George. George. Yeah, which is maybe almost like a serial killer, because think about it. It's such a normal name, and you have, it's George. It's not, well, I don't know. It, you got Ted Bundy. He was Ted was a normal name. You Ted, got you know yeah. all these weird Michael Myers, Michael yeah. Jason. Yeah. So, so, so I guess it's really not so bad. Yeah, George the the psycho uh, scarecrow. I don't know what it was. I, I don't know how long it had been out, and I don't know if this was before Halloween or or like. Oh right no, now. Lou, we it, that thing was out for years. Oh, it, it, we kept okay. using it. It was okay. something that we just bring in the house and put it down in the basement or whatever, and put it back out when I think it was a couple of years that she used that out there. So. Now yeah. I, now I don't I, think it was just like one time. Okay, now I understand the attachment. So George has essentially become part of the family at this stage. George is there all the time. You can count on George. George is always there for you. George is out there protecting, watching. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, similar to that. It's something that she kind of, it, it was like, for instance, you at Christmas, you have a certain decoration you put on your tree. I guess that was what that was. Like, if that makes sense? Gotcha. Yep. Okay. So then apparently, I don't know which Halloween this was, but one day George goes missing. George is missing. Come home and, and he's gone. Were you there when it happened? or I, I don't remember. I, I, I remember bits and pieces of this. I don't remember everything, but I do remember mom being very upset, upset that they took this. And I don't know if it was kids. I don't know. I must have been kids or something, but I... She was she was livid upset, like mad. And you know what happens when Mama Bird gets mad? Oh, it ain't good. It's not good because at that point, Mom says to herself or to wherever, she goes, I curse the person that took George. And they have to bring it back or they're going to be cursed for life. That is the honest truth. People <laughs> listening, I'm not even kidding you. That's the truth. This woman... Our mother has some kind of psychic powers or something. I don't know what it is, but this will go back real quick to, to, to just to make this make sense. 
when I was in North Dakota as a kid, the day before we were going to New Jersey on train, I wanted to go out. <laughs> You're laughing. I'm right. Uh-huh. I was like, I'm going to go ice skate with my friends. Don't go ice skating. You're going to break your leg. No, break your ankle. You're yeah. going to go break your ankle. What happens? I come home. I broke my ankle. <laughs> she cursed her own kids. It just works. That's how it goes. Yeah. She has this uh, otherworldly power, let's say. And so apparently the next day, she finds a garbage bag in front of her house. And inside the garbage bag is George. George. He's, he's, he's broken up a little bit, taken apart, but George is in there and she's able to put him back together again, like Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. she It was like the scarecrow when he got attacked by all the monkeys for spreading him apart. Oh. It was just, she put him back together and put him back on there and no one ever touched that thing again. Oh, yeah. And that thing, I mean, that's got a hex on it. Are you kidding me? Well, well, and, and the kids that did it or whoever did it, they're going around telling people like, who knows what happened? First of all, who knows what happened that they even brought it back? My guess is, you know is, what I mean. My did guess George is, come to life and yeah. say, Take "Oh yeah, me back. oh yeah." Oh, and, yeah. And I know it's Halloween, and people are like, "Yeah, sure." If you don't believe in that stuff, that's fine. But I dare you to tell Mama Bird that and see what she tells you. <laughs> all right, because we've been around her. It's things like that, and it's just the way things happen. And she really was very. She wanted that thing back, and I was like, "Mom, it's just a pair of jeans and a shirt." Who cares, you know? And she's like, I want George back. And, you know, it's like, mom, it's okay. She's like, give me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, I want George back. Bring him back to me. Ah, you know, I was like, well, who are you? What did you do? Uh, my mother. Yeah, it was freaky stuff, man. But it, he, he returned. Yeah. So I didn't recall this story. And today, before our, the recording today, we, I went ahead and just gave her a quick call to see if she could tell us some uh, any good stories to add. And that was the one she goes, no, you have to tell that story. Wow. Yeah, I man. I insist you have to tell that story. So there you go. We told the story of George. No, well, there it is, guys. And it's his true story. I'm not making this stuff up. It really happened. I, I saw it. I was there. And I was there when the thing was, when the, the bag was found with George inside it. So I don't know, man. Because <laughs> honestly, it's just a pair of jeans, a shirt, and a mask. But someone brought it back. So what does that say? Something scary must have happened to those people that had it. I have no doubt. None whatsoever. <laughs> that's Halloween, baby. That's what it's about. <laughs> a story, scary things like that. That's what it's supposed to be about. Fun. And that may be more realistic than, than some things, but still, the same sense, it makes it fun. Yeah. And, and just before this, mom sent me a photo of George. <laughs> I have it too. Okay. So w- I think what we should do is we should put it on our Facebook page so people can see George. Yeah, we have to. I th- and actually, I think it's uh, your, Michael's in it with him. He, 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 that's exactly right. Okay. All right. The, the, the yeah. skeleton one. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll make sure that gets on there. You know what? I'll do it right now. How about that? Yeah. And make sure your reference is mentioned in episode nine. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. So funny. Yeah. Oh, definitely do that. Brother, I think I think part one of trick-or-treating, I think that's a great spot to end on. Let's end on George. Yeah, let's be careful what we say about George. <laughs> I'm going I'm to have nightmares of George now. I'm going to get some holy water out and take care of the house now. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, good memories, a lot of fun. I hope, I, I hope a lot of people have memories of those costumes, things they did, and wants to share some of their Halloween adventures or stories. And if anyone has any crazy stories out there that happened to them, like scary things or weird things like that, definitely share it with us. We'd like to definitely read about that and, and respond back to you about those those interesting things. 
Yeah, no, really good stuff. Uh, that was fun talking about those days. And I look forward to the next episode. So the next episode, we're going to cover what? Halloween part two. So we're going to talk about movies and music. Okay. I like that. Yes, yes. That sounds good. All right, bro. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. This is episode nine, part one. There's a part two coming. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for your support. And we will check you out on our next episode. Thank you for listening to Back in Time Brothers. I am Paulie, and I'm my brother Lou, and we're out of here. See you guys.